For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty on SENSA. The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. Oh, yes, we've survived week one. This is week two of the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. Nice to have your company wherever you're listening. We've got to say hello to our friends in Mount Gambier too. They've uh, jumped on board. Dom Renato with you. And Dodsey is the Travis Dodd part of the Dodsey, former skipper of uh, Adelaide United. Uh, Trav, good to have you on board yet again. You survived a week. Yeah, I'm glad they asked us to come back, <laughs> which is uh, it's quite good. But, you know, first week went well. Uh, getting yeah. a lot of positive feedback out there. And... And the local football community uh, getting behind us. A uh, few shout-outs on, on Twitter from some of the local football clubs. Uh, Adelaide Hawks, uh, Sturt Lions, the Red Army for Adelaide United and, of course, my club, Metro Stars. Have they jumped uh, on board your they club? Have, yeah. They have, yeah. Um, I liked one of their tweets today uh, promoting the show. So a big shout-out and thanks to, to the clubs for, for getting behind us as well. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. And you can take part in the show. It's not just all about us, of course. We want you to give us a call. We've got the open line number here. Write this down so you'll never forget it. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. So you can have a chat to us. Uh, but if you'd like to text us, because maybe you haven't got time to have a chat, oh four two seven one five four one double six. That's oh four two seven one five four one double six. We're here for the next hour. Anything you'd like to talk about about the world game? Now we've got tickets to give away to the next Adelaide United game, and also to the next W League game. Adelaide United. They're playing on the twenty second of December. Uh, against Canberra. It's a Sunday against afternoon. Against Canberra. Against Maybe Canberra. even the Mar- Mariners. And the Mariners. Is, is it, no, and I'm talking about the W League. Yeah, I'm talking about the A League. Oh, the A League. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the W League, we're going to have a chat to their coach, Ivan Karlovic. They haven't won a game. They, they've had so much bad luck. And I actually called their game against Sydney FC, which I think was their last home game, who are the reigning champions. And I'll ask Ivan, they must be frustrating for a coach because they really had the better chances. They should have scored. Uh, but they lost the game. But as you know, if you don't take your chances, it, come back to, it comes back to bite you, just like Newcastle did on uh, Sunday. Well, yeah, absolutely right there. And with my time with Ivan uh, and the W League, I uh, spent half a season as assistant coach to, to Ivan. I, I do remember Ivan saying to me, we play really good football, but we just can't score goals. And when you're having the types of seasons where you're not getting results, you tend to think, no, nah, it can't be, you can't be playing that good, but just all the time and not scoring goals. And I saw it firsthand. They play some really good football, but it is a problem putting goals in the back of the net. And they've only scored one goal in three games. So it's a, it's a big problem that he needs to work around and fix that problem very quickly. And the uh, W League Adelaide United have yet to make the finals, which, uh, again, is another amazing stat. They haven't won a game yet. But, you know, like I said, the game that I called, uh, they deserved to win that game, but it was, wasn't to be. Just like on Sunday in the A-League, of course, at Coopers, a very hot day. A very low crowd, which is a little bit of a worry. Yeah, we could blame the weather and the time and what have you, but still, you know, just over 6,000. Wow, how did Adelaide United win that game? Because, again, Newcastle had a lot of chances. A couple of uh, decisions went against them with their VAR, yet Adelaide United won the game. Yeah, we were scratching our heads uh, calling that game, and uh, I think Ernie Merrick was scratching his head after the game as well. But it's not like Newcastle didn't have the opportunities. I think if they look back at that, they've really only got themselves to blame for that loss because they had a number of opportunities, created some really good stuff, but they just lack that killer instinct up front. They don't have uh, someone like a, a LaFondra that Sydney have got that just bangs and goals for fun. A Fornaroli, a Barisha, you know, a Toivonen, 
that's what they're missing. That's the missing link for uh, Newcastle Jets because they played some good football, especially yeah. with some of the younger players. Uh, it's just unfortunate they they couldn't uh, couldn't buy a goal on the weekend. What about Adelaide United? Like they uh, they won the game, but sometimes it's not a bad thing that you, even though you're not playing that well, you're still getting across the line. And uh, we've seen it over the years with Adelaide United when Cosy was coach, and we'll be chatting to Cosy in in around about uh, ten minutes time. What do you what what can you say about them? Because they haven't really been playing that great, have they? No, they haven't. And they had a couple of players out. Uh, McGree was out. Um, Opseth was out, which is quite interesting because too hot from from what we've heard. Yeah, um, unconfirmed. We should say uh, can't, be, it can't a, be true. Surely too hot. Yeah. So can't. that's uh, that's. I find that very, very strange. Because he's Norwegian, isn't he? he, he well, it doesn't matter. He I, don't care. From... I don't care if he's from Antarctica. Well, not you know? far from there, actually, but it's yeah. pretty cold. Yeah, but you're a professional footballer. You've yeah. got to get out there and play. But anyway, they it's it's a good sign from Adelaide United that they can play some average-type football but somehow grind out a result. That's a sign of a good team. Yes, they're not playing well, but um, there are certain players. Uh, I think Malauznic, uh, Nikola Malauznic, uh, had a good game again on the weekend, Dorigo played uh, quite well. Uh, so they've got well, they got Izzo to thank, really, haven't they? Oh, he was uh, he was outstanding. Uh, he got my man of the match, uh, and I think he got the the supporters' man of the match as well because he kept him in that game. He made probably three or four outstanding saves. Had it not been for him, they would have lost mm. four or five one easily. And because as you're right, you know, it kept him in the game because they would have gone one two down. Then it would have been very well, hard for right, Adelaide right to come back. Right before half time, it was. Uh, Izzo made uh, a goal line save and they went straight down the other end. Uh, yeah. And it was when Troisi had the ball, had that option to, to try and shoot while Moss was off his line, but he kept his composure, played the ball out wide to uh, Toure, who was very, very smart in that situation, took on, uh, um, I can't remember the young fella's it name. It was Katrumbus. Uh, uh, Katrumbus, yeah. Took him on down the line and a cutback for George Blackwood, who was just who just wanted it more. So they, to go in the break... At one all, uh, would have been a massive confidence booster for uh, United going in at half time. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to uh, join the conversation, that's our telephone number. We have tickets to give away to both A League and W League. Or text on oh four two seven one five four one double six. Question for you, Dom. We talked about the the heat and how what it was, how hot it was. It I think kickoff was thirty eight degrees. Still thirty eight. Yeah. Uh, you did joke about when you played that you played in that heat, but you did. Um, do you think Cosy did heat... as well. well? Your dinosaurs, though, it's very different. <laughs> dinosaurs. No, we were tough. They're soft no. nowadays. Do you think? Do you think there are you're putting the players' health at risk by kicking off at that time? Well, when mate, we're asking them to do what they do. Well, that's what all the uh, the experts say nowadays because they got all these different scientific uh, thingamajiggies to test everything. But back then, yeah, it was different. Uh, we just there were there wasn't any anything to test you. Any, you just went out there and played. And they, they just took the sort the frying pan out and cracked the egg. And if it cook, cooked the egg, not, then, not the frying pan on our forehead. Yeah, no, you, it's not only the players actually because I did see uh, a supporter after the game tweeting to the FFA that they were suffering from heat stroke from being from sitting in the eastern stand uh, during that game because it's got no cover and they copped the full brunt of the sun for basically two hours that they were there mm. and, and really suffering. So it's not just the players that, that go through that. It's the spectacle for the fans and the referees. Well, I'm, I can understand. Well, you know, the players, firstly, they're fit, professional, young, but with the supporters, whoever built that stadium, they should uh, lynch them because why didn't they put a roof on that side? Get a refund, you reckon? Absolutely. It was absolutely ridiculous. So they needed a roof on that side because I don't blame people 
for not coming when it's that hot and they've got to sit on that side of the fence because uh, on, on the Manton Street side because you're in the heat. And, wow, it was pretty hot. At, uh, at, even at, was it, 5.30 kickoff? Still 38 degrees. Ridiculous. But uh, what did you make of the VAR decisions? Because, uh, as we know, um, uh, there were two decisions that went against Adelaide, uh, so big a part against Newcastle. I thought the second one... The penalties? Uh, yeah. What did you think? No, look, I... I didn't. Oh, it's a hard one. I didn't think they there were penalties. To be fair, um, really, no. Uh, the, the second one was a for mine dead set penalty. Look, the, I understand what you're saying. That the t- second one you're referring to was um, the the big touch. Yep. That always always given that uh, Miller Izzo, a, yep. uh, Miller had. Uh, so Izzo's taken the player out, but he's almost on the touch line. His first touch did take the ball straight over the line. Uh, look, you'd be pretty filthy if you were Adelaide United and they gave that penalty, but. The way that this VAR works this year, you just don't know. And, you know, any touch anywhere in the box seems to be a penalty. That's what I can't understand from corners, how we're not seeing more penalties because any touch on the shirt They're or They're tagging anything, each other the whole time. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. So I don't understand how there's no penalties there, but they come up with some of the other soft stuff they do. Well, just before we go to Ray from the Bay, another another Ray one that I... Bay. Ray from the Bay is uh, like a nursery rhyme. Uh, another one which I can't understand is, uh, you know, there's it, w- sometimes they give fouls outside the penalty area, the same foul in the penalty area they just don't give. On. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, if you'd like to have a chat to us, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is our number. Our text number is 0427154166. It's the round ball game with Dom and Dodsey. Ray from the Bay, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. And yourself? Yeah, no, can't complain. What what can we do for you? It's a good good afternoon in Adelaide. Beautiful weather. Yep. Look, um, I, I watched you play, mate. And uh, oh, you watch me play. Don't other, oh. I don't don't uh, let the other guy say you're not wearing tough because <laughs> the number of times you hit that concrete and blur out the label trying to save the ball, <laughs> and uh, with uh, guts extraordinarily. Uh, yeah, you're a good goalkeeper, and then uh, went to line, and uh, for for your size, mate, you were fantastic. Right, what can I say? Yeah. See, the thing is, people like uh, Travis Dodd, prior to the A League, you know, football never existed. You know, they thought, oh, we didn't play. But you're right. Yeah. Back in those days, the uh, the the grounds were like cement. Thanks for calling, Ray. No, no, you, you're still <laughs> yeah. there, Ray. The grounds were like no, cement. It, yeah, well, in the seventies, that's when men were made, mate, because. Uh, Nowadays, you know, if it's over, what, 32 degrees, they won't play or something, you know, and uh, a lot of sports. Uh, but back then, it was 42, and uh, uh, you were running around everywhere, and training and, uh, uh, you know, doing push-ups and press-ups and on grass, it was like um, sandpaper, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I know, because I played with you, so yeah. uh, um, I won't tell you who I am, but... I was uh, going to say, <laughs> what's your last name, Ray? I know it's not from um, the Bay. Well, <laughs> Ray, no, it's not uh, Ray, Ray Dealey. Bay, but uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, you know my brother, pr- brother pretty well. It's not my real name; it's my proper name, but not what you know me as. Okay, well, stay anonymous because it's more exciting you, that way. No, well, you started your your radio career in the shed of our, our backyard. With oh, my that brother. just got to narrow it down. Come oh, on! Oh wow! Oh, I think come that, on, Tom. I think, I, I think I know who it is now, but I'm not going to give it away, Trav. I'm not going to give it away. But hey, Ray, uh, uh, would, do, you, do you want tickets to the game to the A League or W League or both, for that matter? Uh, yes, whatever. I'd love to uh, go to the game, and I've been to one for a long time. I'll bring my brother, and uh, I might even catch up with you while we're there, mate. And you can buy me a drink if it's a hot day. How's that? 
Oh, bro, you play your two drinks, mate, for the free uh, tickets. Hey, Ray, good to hear from you, buddy. Okay. All right. Thanks, all, mate. All Bye. the best. Oh, there you go, Travis. I didn't know. You, I thought we had an agreement on this show that you couldn't that you couldn't get your family to call up. Wasn't family. And... Wasn't family. I can categorically tell you it was not my family. But uh, yeah, it's an, an old friend who, uh, yeah, back in in the good old days of the seventies, who travel when we did play sport and we did play uh, the round ball game, um, but we did it tough. See, mm. nowadays, did you ever play before the pitches were like pristine and perfect? Did you play in, on grounds that were sort of bumpy and hard and all that sort of stuff? I grew up in the the northern suburbs, mate. Oh, yeah, so say no more. Hard, hard knocks, school of hard knocks there. Yeah. Well, I remember, and I'm sure if there's people who do remember from the 70s, uh, there was a ground called 80 Reserve before um, uh, the Blue Eagles moved to Marden, and that place there was literally 80 Reserve. 80 yeah. reserve was like a cow paddock. Uh, in the winter, it was like just flooded with water, and you still played. And in the summer, it was like cement, but... That's the way it was back then. So nowadays it's like, well, it's carpet now, isn't it? But even the old English games in the old days, they used to have, when you see old highlights of all those grounds, they look pretty ordinary and now they're all beautiful. So are you blaming the, the hard pitches for your bung ankle now? Uh, yeah, mate. Actually, could I sue somebody for that? Yeah. yeah. No. Every, no. every, every ground in, in Adelaide. Give it a try. <laughs> give it a try, yeah. No, it won't I'll back work. back you up. Um, hey, if you'd like to give us a call, though, one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 is our telephone number, just like Ray did. Ray, I love that. Ray from the Bay. Or if you'd like to text us, 0427 Now, we're going to take a short break, and then on the other side of the break, uh, Travo, we're going to speak to uh, one of your old coaches. Cosby. Yes, John Cosmina, because he's going to, Can't go, to, wait. He's going to go to yoga. So we're going to... <laughs> Oh, he's gone soft in his old day. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven-year warranty. Absolutely. Give us a call if you'd like to have a chat. one 736 736 Or you can text us on 0427-154-166. We are here for Hyundai. This is your last chance to get Hyundai seven-year warranty. So if you can't wait, don't wait. Hurry into your local Hyundai dealer today. And, of course, Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, uh, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on one three one six hundred one three one six hundred. My contact nearly fell out. Hey, I love talking to this guy, Travo. You too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember was those. It, was, it, was he nice to you as a coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the days post training that he'd be running around the pitch with his shirt off, and then <laughs> oh, munch, he still does it. Don't worry munch, about that. Munching on his apple and yeah, he does that as well. Yeah. yeah, and you know what yeah. he does nowadays? Good old days. You know what he does? He used to be a man. He used to go. To, now he goes to yoga. But anyway, let's uh, welcome former Socceroo and Adelaide United, <laughs> Sydney FC, just about every other team. Uh, John Cosmina, Cosy, it's always a pleasure for you to talk to me. Now, how are you going, guys? <laughs> hey, Cosy, how, how are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. That. Um... Remember that uh, what was in that text I sent you this morning? You're taking the Mickey out of you that yoga. <laughs> I'm standing at your headstone, laughing. Yeah, go on. Tell 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 everybody what you said on the text. You're a very mean man, by the way. But tell them. I can't remember what the rest of it was, <laughs> apart from a few expletives uh, describing your character. But that's another. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Leave that's it another there. another conversation. Let's talk football on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to miss my yoga class anyway now. <laughs> Let's talk football, Cosy. Now, uh, have you seen it so far? Or, or, what is it, eight rounds in now? Have you seen the eight? Is the standard better than it was last season? Uh, give us your opinion on that. Oh, look, it's, it, it, it's, there's a level of excitement, a greater level of excitement this season for whatever reason. I think, um, I guess the teams are a lot closer, apart from Sydney. If you look at the rest of the Melbourne City have had moments, but um, any team can beat anyone else. That's why there'll be a logjam of um, 
I guess, teams in that middle of the table position, you know, positions three through to probably eight. Um, it's Look, I, I don't mind the standard. It's decent. The ball movement's good. Um, the tactical side of it, I think, is probably improved across the board. Um, we haven't got, I, I guess, a lot of um, big quality imports, which I don't mind because the emphasis this season has been on local talent, and I think that's great. And if you look at... Um, Look in your own backyard there at Adelaide United when they've got, you know, El Hassan Toure and Louis Dorigo, just for starters, it's you know, who signed contract extensions the other day. That that's great. You know, I had Louis at C B C and he's an eighteen year old kid and I think kids at eighteen should be banging on the door of the first team in A League if not playing and and excuse me, he is. So it's it's great that we finally recognise that um you work with the local kids and you give them a chance because it's not all about getting a big name from overseas, that's a quick fix. It's, I've never been, and I think you remember this, Don, back in the beginning of the A-League, I was never big on, on the whole marquee idea at all. Yeah. It, didn't, um, it didn't ring too well with me. Sydney had Dwight York and we had Travis Dodd. No, but Cosy, you, uh, you were all for Romario coming over for his guest oh, team, yeah. weren't you? Oh, I couldn't wait for him to get in. Oh. I remember the conversations I had with, um, with the board at the time about what a waste of money it was. Well, he was. A, he didn't come cheap. That that is for sure. Cosy, yeah, we see that the standard is getting better. The tactical side is getting better. We're seeing the young kids come through to the the games now more regularly. What what's happening with the crowds? Like, what what's your opinion on the crowds? Because the crowds seem to be going in the other direction. They probably plateaued. If you look at them over a longer period of time, you get the averages aren't too bad and a thousand people here and there is no big deal for me um, I think the biggest problem we've got here is that there's been so much negativity surrounding the game for the past three or four years with the uh, the Congress issues with the A-League clubs trying to band together to, to pull away from the FFA and you know there was the, the Andy Lowy sentiment that was rife um, within the game and, and look I, I don't agree with it completely because if it wasn't for Frank Lowy he wouldn't have an A-League yep. it's as simple as that yep Sure. Um, he it was his idea. He was the one brave enough to put it together. Um, and look, I played the first game of the NSL back in 1977, and Frank Lowy was responsible for the formation of that. So the guys contributed a lot to Australian football. Um, so there's been a lot of negativity, but I think that partly is how the game is. That um, I did a pro license module last week in Sydney, and this came up in conversation. And um, it's a fairly common belief. That, you know the game is is still very fractured, and if we could ever get even some of the the warring factions to actually work together to pull into one direction, it would just take off astronomically. But um, it doesn't work that way. And I think the other biggest problem we have is that we're a very small nation in terms of the football world, and I think we're a development league. But it's you know we we did a um, I guess a study on scouting in the module last week and it was uh, it was interesting where Australia would fit and I don't think we would fit the A-League wouldn't make the top 20 leagues in the world anywhere, anywhere near it Yeah. so we've got to be a development nation, you know, we're still trying to produce kids to sell them overseas um, but the thing is, anyone can pick up a phone now and they can, they can watch the best players in the world at the flick of a button and I think it's too easy to draw comparisons between the local and the and the big stuff overseas, and I know there are groups of people that you know, and they're guys I've played with that just they wouldn't be bothered going to the A League. Mm, you know, weird. they'll go if they get a free ticket and a meal, um, no problems, but they won't 
make the effort to join a club and, and support the game. Uh, it's there's so much negativity surrounding it because it's we're just a it's we're such a multicultural nation. You've got all the different ethnic sort of um, I guess communities, and I don't mean I'm talking about Anglo-Saxon ethnics as well because it's the same thing um, as an Italian or a Greek or a Polak or a Croat or whatever. Um, you've got all these different communities that just don't really sort of get along with each other and uh, they don't support the game as a whole. And that, that's disappointing because it, um, it's stopping it from progressing because we've got so many kids that play it. But, um, I mean, even you think about when you grew up, Dom, and I'm probably starting to waffle a bit here, but um, if you, you went to the football in the morning, and played if you played your game beforehand or you played juniors, as it was in the old days, and you stayed and watched the first team. Absolutely, and you now, were, and you were told to stay. Kids, yeah, but nowadays kids, you know, they'll they'll play on a different day, or you know, they'll be juniors at a club, and they would have been there for years, but they'll never get. They wouldn't know that they have a clue where the first team players are. Yeah, no, spot on. It's, it's not a. It's it's too. It's almost the game's almost too big. We don't need to have, you know, five million people participating in the game. We need probably you know be happy with a million that would actually. Turn up for everything. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Cosy, you just mentioned uh, about the game being fractured. Do you think the the new appointment of uh, David Gallup's successor, James Johnson, will uh, go some way towards fixing that? Well, we finally got a football well, guy James, there, haven't we? Yeah. Well, I wrote an article for the Sunday Mail the other week, and I said you need someone from the coalface. Um, too many guys on boards, whether they be at either national level or state level or community level, um, they're not in it for the right reasons, I don't think. They don't They don't understand the game because they haven't really been there at the nitty-gritty. You know what I mean? A few have, but most of them haven't. Yeah. No, they haven't lived the game. They haven't grown up with the game. It's not in their DNA. And that's a, and it's part of the problem we got with some kids as well because they haven't come from... Our football culture now is so diluted compared to what it used to be. Um, because it has the game has expanded in this country, but um, so I think Jamie, having been on the cold face, played you know he's pulled on a green and gold shirt. Um, he knows what it's like. He grew up in a football family, and um, I think it will be good. How he's going to do it, I don't know because there's a a lot of things that need to be done. I mean, constitutionally, I think we've got issues. Um, the states have way too much power. I'd even question whether we need state bodies. Do you need a state body when you can have a, a regional manager, no. you know, set up? Yep, no, I have agree. Have a centralised management system and you don't have state federations because the state federations jump in bed with each other when it suits them and when it doesn't, they go and join forces with someone else. It's, it's bizarre, but this has been going on for years. Have you ever thought of... It's just a whole other... It's another level of blazer wearers. Have you ever thought of... Uh... <laughs> Have no, you, have you ever thought? I know of, where you're going to go. No, no, not interested. Why not? And what what he what he knows what I'm thinking is about joining the FFA and helping these people out. You ever never thought of doing that? Cause good good uh, good money. Too, I, I can't. I'm not a politician, Dom. I can't play that game. Yeah. I don't sort of sit back and it drives me nuts. It's uh, it, I've seen so much of it, but it um I can't I can't handle the can't handle the waffle that comes <laughs> that you hear sometimes. <laughs> Well, well you, you know, to... it's just it's jargon. There's corporate jargon, and it's you know, yeah. no one. It's a lot of words and no action. I think you have to be a politician to get a job like that, don't you? Because if you tell them the truth, cause you last five minutes. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, just very quickly uh, before we let you go to do your yoga stuff. By the way, uh, what do you? I'm not going. I can talk longer now. Okay, <laughs> so you, you can you can, you can yeah. say thanks. You can say thanks later. Uh, what about the Socceroos uh, playing in uh, South America or that fantastic competition? Uh, what's what's your thoughts on that? That is great. It's um, it'll be really interesting to see how we perform. It's a it's a real pressure cooker environment. That's you know, there's five games in the group. There's only three in a World Cup. Um, so even that in itself will be a great experience. And Arnie is um, a good one for bringing younger kids through. You know, he may take some Ollie Roos uh, because they will hopefully um, be playing in the Olympics shortly after that. So it would be a great experience for for those players to prepare. Um, so I think it's, 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 it's amazing that we've been invited into this and it's a great opportunity. And um, I think we've got to grab every opportunity, you know, take the chance to to really go there and, and learn from what we can with, and, you know, and get exposed to to the, the game in that part of the world because it's, um, that is about passion over there. Mm, absolutely. It's really, really passionate. We went to Brazil, Dom, and uh, saw what it was like there at the World Cup, and it, um, it, it'd be a fantastic experience for the Socceroos. Really well, great. Will we get embarrassed, do you think? Like, we're going to be playing in some big nations. Who cares? <laughs> it put, it'll put things in perspective. Fair enough. And that's what I mean about, you know, we've got this, I think we're a development nation. Other people, you know, we can they compare football in Australia to football in Europe. It's they're light years apart. Yeah. You know, with money, with the player development, you know, for every good kid in Australia, there's probably a thousand in in Germany. So, you know, you do the numbers on that or, you know, another thousand in kids, good kids in Italy for every one good kid here. Yes. So it's just it's a numbers game. We, it's, you know, we get more playing, but we've got to build the standards. And, um, it's, you know, it's about getting a good sense of perspective of where we are, being realistic about where we are in the football universe. And then we can actually start to grow it and develop it. But I think we're trying to... You know, people are happy to say we're you know going to fly with the big boys, and we're not big enough to fly it. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic tournament. Hopefully, we'll get a bit of a junket and go along there to uh, Argentina, Cosy. I'll let you work on it. All right. Well, I'll make sure I'm going. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that you are I'll so. Come, I'll, I'll take Tom's place. Hey? Travis, you want to go? Yeah. Absolutely. Nah, Travis. Nah, he's nah. His wife. His Out wife won't old. let him. His wife won't let him. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, Cosy, uh, instead of yoga, go and have a nice burger or something with some fries, all right, for dinner? I'm about to go downstairs. All right, mate. Hey, it's always good for you to talk to me, mate. <laughs> all right, you take care. Oh, he just about dropped out there. I reckon uh, the phone was uh, maybe uh, he didn't pay for his bill. But anyway, that was a former Socceroo, Adelaide United, uh, Sydney FC. But he has he makes a lot of sense, though, Travis, doesn't he? He's, he's been there, done that, hasn't he, with, yeah, uh, with football? Yeah, interesting that he's doing his pro licence as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder actually, what's on the horizon for that. Oh, could he make, Could it be the third time he'll come back to Adelaide United eventually? Has Poss- that ever happened? Has a coach ever gone back three times? Maybe he'll make history. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, uh, we're going to take a short break now. Um, don't forget, if you would like to have a chat to us, we've got tickets to the A-League, W-League. Give us a call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and you can text us on 0427 one five four one double six. Call us now. Or anything you'd like to make a comment about the world game, we're here for another half an hour. It is the round ball with Dom and Dodzy. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodzy for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai seven-year warranty.
Yes, welcome back, and you can give us a call anytime you like on our telephone number, 1300 736 736, or you can uh, text us on 0427 154 166. Uh, Dom and Dodsey here. Shortly, we're going to talk about the uh, uh, Aussies abroad, but before we do that, let's uh, go to uh, Jai. He's at Happy Valley. How are you, Jai? G'day, fellas. How are you doing? G'day, Jai. Can't complain. I just want to say uh, to Dottie, you're my all-time favourite red, mate. Uh, oh, we love you up in the upper northwestern stand, mate. We, uh, we're we so glad to see you back at the club again. Cheers, mate. You can call any time. Jai, Jai, come on. It's <laughs> big enough as it is without making it any bigger. Come on. Why was he your favourite? Uh, the boots he wore? Oh, or? just the gut running and just like the fact that he was a bit of a hard man as well. You don't see too many in soccer and... Um, his lethal uh, lethal foot, I think. Yeah, but he's the and of course that that header at Adelaide Oval. Oh my god! <laughs> what about the cities <laughs> he missed? Victory. Yes, that was. Oh my god! And just the way he captained, the way he led. You know, he was just a, a star out and out. But that was sort of what I wanted to talk to him about was um, his his short but brief spell at the Socceroos. Just how it, like how it came about and the phone call he got and. And, the, and then, of course, like, yeah, get on the plane and off you go sort of thing. Just yeah. interested to, to, to know more about it. Yeah, well, it was actually, uh, that was in the, the first year that we were part of the Asian Confederation and we were in qualifiers for the Asian Cup. Um, the game that we were playing, which was against Q8, it actually wasn't scheduled in an international break. So Graham Arnold, who is the all-time best Socceroo coach that we've had because well, he chose you <laughs> absolutely unbelievable <laughs> absolutely uh basically had to had to put together a squad um predominantly of valig players and i got that that call um were you shocked <laughs> yeah you're always shocked yeah oh shocked yeah genuinely yeah. um you always think that you're doing enough to to hopefully make a squad or something like that. but yeah to get the call and and say that you you've been selected in a squad is is unbelievable but for me the the real the real buzz was playing at Sydney Football Stadium against Q8. And traditionally, in the past, we've Socceroos have played games in Oceania. So you go to Fiji, you play in front of a few hundred people. To be able to play in front of 33,000 people for an Asian Cup qualifier on debut was was unbelievable. And then to score... And you scored. Scored on debut. I mean, the goalie was terrible, but you scored. Scored on debut. First Indigenous goal scorer for the Socceroos. Should have had a second goal, actually. I'm, See, a, bit, I'm a bit dirty sitter. on myself, but it, but it counts as an assist. So one goal and one assist, and I go down in the record books as a better strike rate than Tim Cable. I don't... I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't call a miss kick and an assist. Anyway, uh, Jai, do you want to pump him up anymore? Or is that it? Oh, mate, there's not much more I can say about the man. He's a champion. <laughs> hey, uh, even besides all that, do you want a couple of tickets to the next Adelaide game or W League game by any chance? Yeah, that would be fantastic, guys. Definitely. All right, all yours, mate. And thanks for giving Excellent, us a call mate. and call in any time, even if you want to pump this bloke up. Unbelievable. You happy now? I feel better now. I, I do. Know. I you, do. Jai's you a you were a bit bloke. shitty because uh, they called, they, uh, a bloke called me and pumped me up and you wanted to be pumped up a little bit. Yeah. No, I do feel good. I feel yeah, good Okay. Now. Can I go to this Absolutely. now? Can, can you hang on a sec? I want to do this. Aussies abroad. Thanks to Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. Yeah, unbelievable. All right. And I'll give you that though. There's one thing that uh, they can't take away from you is that you played for the Socceroos and I didn't. So I'll give you that one there. <laughs> Now, Aussies abroad, uh, just a few things happening around us, around the world with our Australians. Aaron Moy, of course, he starred uh, with Brighton and Hove Albion uh, against Arsenal, which I was so happy about because I don't like Arsenal. I'm a Spurs supporter, 
uh, at the Emirates, and also Matty Ryan was named Player of the Match. So what about well. Matty Ryan? He is flying yeah, at the he moment. Is, he yeah. he's an absolute gun. Now we're talking. Um, we saw Mark Milligan's retired from international duties. He's got to be our next captain for the Socceroos. Actually, it's a good point. I was asked that question. I think my son asked that question the other day. Yeah, saying who do you reckon? What about Matty Lecky? Although he's been injured, and he's looks. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, uh, the word is that he might not play for the rest of the season. He didn't tell us that last week, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't mention that. He left yeah. that one out. Um, didn't okay. want to. Didn't want to drop the scoop. But um, yeah, Matty Ryan, absolute yeah, gun player, gun goalkeeper, next soccer captain, and interested to see where his next move will be because he's he's got to be in line for a, a, big for a bigger move. club. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. So uh, we've been pretty lucky with goalkeepers though, Australia over the years, haven't we? Yeah. You know, oh, Ed Schwarzer, Bosnich, and all that sort Kalich. of stuff. Yeah, Kalitz. So well done uh, to uh, Matty Ryan and also Aaron Moy, who's uh, uh, moved to Brighton this season and he's doing very, very well. He wasn't getting a start at the beginning, but now he's starting to become a regular in the first 11. And uh, and we need, the Socceroos need him to be playing uh, games all the time. Uh, speaking of, you mentioned Mark Milligan. Of course, he's retired. Now, we were meant to speak to Mark Milligan tonight because uh, he's retired from uh, international football, but uh, he had a family uh, commitment but we hope to get him next week to have a chat about that. So uh, that'll be Looking nice. Looking forward to, to that one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. Of course, he plays. he's playing for South End, isn't he? Isn't he yes. a captain there or something? So captain and potentially a uh, future coach at yeah. the club. Really? Yeah. Wow. Got okay. coaching aspirations. Oh, there you go. You're coaching. You're the assistant of Metros. He's coaching over there. Uh, Tommy Rogic uh, from uh, Celtic, of course. Uh, he um, they beat they beat Rangers in the uh, league, uh, the Scottish League Cup. I don't think he played. I reckon he was on the bench for most of the game. Uh, but well done again uh, to uh, Celtic because they, those two guys, uh, Celtic and Rangers, what a derby that is. They hate each other, literally. Almost as much as me and you. No, no, that's now you're being ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Martin Ball, he's back on the park again. Of course, the Socceroo, because we hadn't seen him. He, did he do his ACL? Bo- Boyley, did you know about that? No? No. Okay, anyway, anyway, he uh, actually played against Hibs. And, and he scored as well, scored a couple of goals. So it's good to have him back because he hasn't been featuring in the Socceroos. No doubt he'll be featuring in the Copper America later in the year. Adam Taggart also apparently is potentially on the move after a very, very good season playing in the K-League. And it's not an easy league either. Of course, he was with uh, Suwon Blue Wings. He won the Golden Boot. So uh, we'll see where he ends up next. Is he good enough to uh, go maybe? In what the... a season he's had. He won yeah. the Golden Boot in the A-League for the Jets. Yep. Um, great achievement to to pick up the, the golden boot in Korea as well. So, yeah. Um, so, well done cha-ching, to him. Cha-ching yeah. for Adam Taggart. Cha-ching. And finally, in Denmark, Awar Mabil, he scored. What's, how, do you, how do you pronounce that team he plays for? Mijililan. Huh? Mijililan. Yeah, uh, bless you too. Mijililan, you, yeah. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was a 2-1 win over Bromby in the uh, Danish Super League. Uh, the win keeps his side seven points clear on top of the ladder after 19 rounds. So it's good to see him uh, scoring goals. And, uh, of course, he's right here from Adelaide. So that's our Aussies abroad. And we've got to, again, thank our sponsors, Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on uh, 131600. And Hyundai, of course, hurry, their last chance to get Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Uh, just before we go to a break, let me give me that number again. You still got time if you'd like to give us a call one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Put it in your memory in your phone, or you can text <laughs> us on o four two seven. What are you laughing? Memory for? on your phone. Yeah, you know, memory in the phone. You put it in the thing yeah, Okay. Or text us on o four two seven one five four one double six. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. On SENSA, the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai seven year warranty. 
Well, time flies when you're having fun. It's uh, 17 uh, past six, the round ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey, and you can still call us. Hopefully we can squeeze you in. one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and you can text us on 0427-154-166. Well, we've spoken about the A-League. Let's uh, turn our attention to the W-League. And, of course, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Adelaide United uh, in the uh, W-League are yet to make a finals, and this guy is doing his very best uh, to get them in there for the very first time, and that is the uh, coach of Adelaide United W League, and that's Ivan Karlovich. Ivan, thanks for joining us here on SEN. How you going, Dom? Yeah, pretty good, mate. I got uh, your mate here, Trav, your assistant, who you kicked out last time, but it was a good move. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, he's your assistant now. Yeah, he's my assistant. No. Oh, no. no, no, oh, no. That's, the, that's the end no. of me, Ivan. It's equal partnership here. <laughs> hey, Ivan, I, I, I caught your game. Uh, and you know, you have got, before we talk about this week's game, you've got uh, Brisbane uh, Raw coming up in the away game. Uh, the game I saw against Sydney, the reigning champions, which I called, how you lost that game is beyond me. I mean, you really dominated the reigning champion. Uh, I guess the only problem you really had was putting the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, um, yeah. unfortunately, um, that was a game where uh, I thought we did so many things really well, apart from you know that, that, that final product where we just couldn't put it in the back of the net. Um, created a number of opportunities against a very good side. Um, but yeah, like you said... Um, did so many, um, we, you know, we played well against um, the reigning champions. But, uh, yeah, it's something that we just got to look to improve on. Hey, Ivan, it is a short season uh, in the W League. Uh, you haven't got any points. Realistically, now looking at the table, how many how many wins or how many points do you need to pick up, do you think, to make finals? I think in, in the years gone by, um, you know, that sort of 18 to 20 point mark generally will get you into into finals so you need to get you know you need to be picking up you know around the six six wins a season um that's that's sort of the the benchmark um in years gone by um but it just depends on i suppose how the how the season unfolds uh, last year we we were on you know around that mark and and, and just missed out so um yeah look we, we're still confident in 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 what we're doing i, I think we've probably played the best football um, since I've been there. Um, you know, some of our performances have been really good against some very, very good sides, um, you know, that we faced in the first three rounds. And and I, I think out of all those games, uh, you know, we, we've certainly been, you know, in them and, and, and some dominated and, and others certainly should have come away with more. Um, so, yeah, we're still we're still confident um, and, and believe in, in, in our ability and, and hopefully we can uh, get the season kick-started this, uh, this weekend in Brisbane. You're into your third season at the club. Uh, how, how beneficial is it to, to have that continuity of coaches but also for you to be able to actually build a squad? Yeah, look, it's... Um, uh, I, I think it certainly um, is is of benefit. Um, we've seen some um, huge growth within the, the local players who you've probably got the ability to spend more, more time with um, and, and put in place um, programs and, and extra training and give them the ability to, to develop um, over the course of the off-season when, when they're back with their local clubs because um, they only train twice a week, which isn't enough um, you know, to, to step up to W League level. So um, we, we've seen a, a huge growth in, in our younger players um, over the course of the last two to three years. And, and, and that's where I think our side has, has shown the most improvement um, with our younger players. Um, they've they certainly um, raised it to another level.
Yeah, you mentioned younger players. That Mary Fowler, she's only a young young lady, and uh, wow, she's pretty exciting. Yeah, look, she's a she's a she's a great talent. Um, uh, for someone to be of her age and 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 already be at a World Cup um, shows um, the, the qualities that she has. But once again, she's still young, so she's still learning the game, and and it's important that. Um, She's allowed to um, develop um, in the right way, rather than uh, putting too much pressure on um, on her. Um, but yeah, it look, looks certainly plenty of upside, and and she's it's only her first professional season, um, so um, you got to take that into account also. Yeah, only sixteen years of age. Now you have got the three American imports. One that I was very impressed with was that uh, Mallory Weber. Uh, she's a pretty handy little player. Yeah, Mallory's. Um, Pretty exciting. Um, she's she's fairly direct, um, energetic. Um, you know, quite quite comfortable on the ball. Um, and and probably one one thing that that, that doesn't that wouldn't get noticed. Um, you know, from the sideline, she's she's quite intelligent in terms of her football um, awareness, and 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 really instructs a lot of the younger players around her, um, and and helps guide a, a lot of them. So she's been a, a huge. Um, a benefit for for our younger younger group uh, to to help them. Hey Ivan, uh, you've lost to the to the top three teams, which I guess is a a good sign in a way. You you play Brisbane away this week. Does it? Are you at the point now where it's make or break? Yeah, look, no, I, I, I wouldn't hinge on on you know on on this this game. Um, look, they're they're a very good side in their own right. I think they've got about six Matildas in in their side. So, wow. you know, the games don't get any <laughs> they don't get any easier. But you know, we we we're confident in 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 our ability against Brisbane. We beat them twice last year, um, home and away. Um, uh, the girls are confident. Uh, I, I think they're um, they're in a good frame of mind um, because. As you know, Trav, the the hardest thing in in in, in games is, is is trying to create goal scoring opportunities, and we've been creating plenty of those. I think sometimes it's just look. I'm not I'm not one to say, oh, you know, we're unlucky, but yeah, there are times where it just doesn't bounce your way, and and yeah. you get a deflection or or whatnot. And I think we're, we're sort of copying that um, that end of the stick at the moment. But hopefully, um, it will change, uh, you know, this week because they've been training hard. They've um, they look really good at the moment, and yeah, we, we're we're confident going into this week. Well, let's hope a little luck goes your way uh, against uh, Brisbane on uh, Saturday away from home, of course, at Lions FC Stadium. Uh, good luck, mate. We're uh, right behind you, and I uh, hope you can get a, come away with a win. Cheers, fellas. All the best. Good mate. Uh, yeah, thank you, and the same to you, though, Ivan. Uh, Ivan Karlovich, the coach of the Adelaide United uh, women's team. We are quickly running out of time here. Uh, what uh, we're going to uh, go through the tips very quickly. No, so, we're no, not. No, we got time here. We got. No, we, we're not. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll do it in the uh, podcast. Okay. So, yeah. all right. Well, you can. Uh, you got to. You really got to learn to what, look at this TV. You can finish it off from here, then, Trav. What do you got to do talk you about? Move a bit forward. Move forward a bit. Quickly, really quickly. The, there was a an article in the in the paper this week about the young player on trial at, at the Mariners. Um, six six months didn't get offered a contract and now seeking compensation. Oh. Uh, did you Did you see that one? No, I didn't. So on on trial for six months uh, with the Mariners, allegedly. Uh, led along that he was going to be offered a contract. Uh, in the end, wasn't, and it's and it's raised a fair bit of debate about what's a fair trial period. And uh, it's interesting to see some of the the commentary in social media thinking that um, you know three weeks, four weeks is long enough for a trial. Some are saying you know you know a month, a bit longer. 
Mm. So very, very interesting to see the outcome of that. Uh, little side story. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, well, now uh, I reckon it's just about time for us to get out of here, Trav. We'll be back again uh, next week, of course, at exactly the same time here on the round ball game with uh, Dom and Dodsey. And thanks to our sponsors, of course, and that's Flight Centre and also Hyundai. Thanks for your company. And we'll have more tickets to give away. Special guests next week. Uh, so you do a bit of homework between now and then, Trav. Yes. Who's the special guest? Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. I, I look forward to speaking to me. Uh, uh, you do Every very, week. You do very well of speaking to yourself. But thanks for joining us wherever you may be listening. You've been listening to The Round Ball Game with Dom and Dodsey.